This is everything you need to know about building green in the city of Cincinnati. And stay tuned afterwards for a quick opportunity to download a spreadsheet by Paul Yankee and Green Building Council of how to calculate your taxes with the tax abatement. So guys, I am here with Paul Yankee, and if you don't know Paul Yankee, he is pretty much the green building whisperer over here. Um, he is the guy behind many of the builders that are building green. So we're sitting here at Walworth Junction, but first, before we get into the location, why don't you tell everybody who you are? Well, thanks, Mike. Sure. Um, so Paul Yankee, uh, my company, Green Building Consulting, uh, we started this crazy journey uh, back in 2000. Uh, it was actually my mom who started the company. She was the crazy one yeah. uh, that saw this coming where uh, we could do uh, energy efficiency as a core uh, principle for residential structures at the time sure. um, and, and do energy audits was kind of the start of it to representing builders and how to get their buildings uh, more energy efficient. Yeah. That has since translated to full green consulting yes. uh which includes a whole bunch we'll we'll talk mm -hmm. about we'll get into all um all but uh now uh our company does everything for everything in residential is our primarily focus but it's single family up to a, a high rise um okay. and even neighborhoods as we're looking around here yeah yeah so you probably can't tell because it's a little bit of a muddy mess. They just got streets in, but we are in Walworth Junction, which is actually um, right off of Walworth, which is off Delta, right down the street from the precinct. So we're actually pretty excited. This is Homerama 2020, this coming year. So the reason I brought Paul out here is because, first off, we get a ton of questions about tax abatement. But his company, we've been been with you guys for with all of our builders and, and just in a roundabout way for the better part of you know five, six, seven years, maybe a decade. Yeah, I was telling sure. Paul actually way back when, I think somehow I got got my hands on a lead booklet that explained what lead building was back 10 years ago oh and it had your mom's name on it. I so this is before I met, met you. <laughs> so, uh, so it's been a long, long road with Paul here, but he's done a lot of the uh, lead certification. So why don't we, before we really dive into all the nitty gritty details, even on Walworth Junction, why don't you explain what building lead is and how it really kind of uh, has emanated just here in the city of Cincinnati and, and the reason why behind that? Sure. So building quote unquote green um, has been basically a, a translation originally from energy efficiency as being the primary because we see our energy bills, right? So of course. that's the thing with it, we all of us. Mm -hmm. it, green is uh, essentially uh, across the board uh, welcome uh, when it comes to saving money. So energy efficiency is kind of that start of it. Um, lead, what that has been, that is, uh, lead's been around about 25, 26 plus years. Um, LEED is actually a, a nonprofit. Uh, U.S. Green Building Council uh, created the LEED program, and it's a nonprofit program, a best practice, if you will, mm -hmm. on how the entire green uh, building process can, can be done best. Sure. And that's going to be energy efficiency. Mm -hmm. It's going to be water efficiency. Um, it's going to be durability of the home. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be indoor air quality. That's probably one of the bigger items, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be the landscape and how it plays out, uh, how it uses resources and how it helps. Um, it's going to be the materials yep. that the building is made mm -hmm. of. Um, and then it's even going to be a lot about education um, and, and kind of how it relates back to the community. So we get to, we'll get to the neighborhood sure, here, here all worth. Um, mm -hmm. but location matters. Yes, yes. So that has been the uh, benefit to the city and, and why you're starting to see things like LEED come out. Uh, part of the lead process, you're going to see, you're going to hear things like Energy Star. Uh, you're going to hear things like the HERS index. These are the energy portions, um, energy efficiency, and a lot of people have heard about that. There's millions of homes um, that have a HERS rating uh, and our Energy Star. 
With LEAD, what it does is it now incorporates these other things that quite frankly, the city really cares about. Mm -hmm. And that's why it became a big thing here. The sure. city cares so much about when this development gets done. Yes. Mm -hmm. how the rainwater is going to affect the, the, the storm sewers, right? Sure. Uh, they got a $3 billion consent decree, yes. uh, right, from the federal government that they have to uh, change it out. They really want to put that off another 50 or 100 years. Um, they they don't want to do it again. Of course, of course. It's expensive, right? Yeah. And building building lead and building green is really about taxing the system, right? It is. It's how can you make as little of a uh, impact on the environment. I think over the past, let's just say, 100 years, mm. we've been we've been beating, beating ourselves up, beating the earth up. So now it's okay. Yeah. How can we turn things around and change it? Now, that's not obviously a political comment. Mm -mm. Just just a comment that's in in generality about the, um, the United States and the, the world for that well, matter. And, and I joke, and I've told you this before. I'm a recovering banker, right? So uh, yeah, yeah. you know, I come from the finance With a hat world. Like that, nobody would know. I tell you <laughs> nobody what, nobody <laughs> would know. Uh, you yeah. know, and coming from come from the finance world, man. All all green is green. Yes. And, and so when you money basically is the equalizer when you start to look at efficiency mm -hmm. um, and uh, proper allocation of resources. And quite frankly, that's really where all this kind of plays in. Again, I, I convert, right? I got sure, it. Yeah, Once yeah, the, the numbers it worked, uh -huh. it was unbelievable. Uh -huh. So now I, I say I'm a translator, right? I, yeah. I translate the two worlds of construction and green and show where they actually are absolutely in lockstep mm -hmm. um, for the goal. We've got to get pricing and, and waste out of our process, yeah. um, not only at the build side, but also the consumer side. And that's part of why it's worked so well in the city of Cincinnati. How long is the, the Community Reinvestment Act, which is the city of Cincinnati, mm -hmm. how long has that been around here in Cincinnati? Uh, the, the original CRA uh, was done, um, the legislation was written uh, statewide actually in 1974, okay. but the original um, legislation put in here, uh, the ordinance, was written around 21 years ago. Okay, wow. Um, yeah. The lead section, right, uh -huh. so then they added, so that had been going for about 10 years. Um, so about 11 years ago, they added then lead as a way to up the amount of incentive okay. that you would get, sure. um, mm -hmm. which made sense um, at the time, right? So you, they were starting to see, this was all to get people to move back in the city. Mm -hmm. uh, we had mass exodus for 60 plus years. Uh, exactly, yeah. Uh, very tough. And so once we started to see people coming in, um, it just started. I yeah. mean, we weren't at a, at a corner yet. Sure. They said, you know what, how about we ask for more than just actually bare minimum? We, mm -hmm. we like to say code building is D minus, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You, know, you just exactly. barely pass, right? Although nowadays with them up, upgrading the code, they, they, keep I, going, other, right? yeah, they, keep, they keep improving, it's which is fantastic, go. you know? But that was the big thing. So well, what could we ask more? And I've told you this before, I, I get the fun part now, I got a great team that does amazing stuff and, and does a lot of the work. Um, you know, we're in 16 states now. Um, doing this work, but I'm now spending a lot of my time with the municipalities actually creating programs that match whatever their goals are. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and what's great about this is when you set these things up, set this type of incentive up, um, it really does bring the kind of buildings they want and with an incentive they want. You can't, uh, there's, you can't incentivize stuff that was already gonna happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you gotta ask for more. This is a great way to ask for more. You're asking yeah. for a better building that's actually gonna cost the city less, it's gonna mm -hmm. cost the consumer less. You're gonna pass that savings to the people living here for the next 100 sure. years, yeah. um, which then essentially uh, it costs the rest of the constituents around them less mm -hmm. because their tax base comes down. Exactly, everybody's gonna be amazing. better off after that. Yeah. And, and that's, and we'll get into actually some of the changes because the CRA, otherwise known as the tax 
tax abatement program because a lot yeah. of people um, don't understand that's the underlying um, yeah. uh, mechanism that's really running this. But I think that's what's kind of really just revived City of Cincinnati for a while. And, and lead building is the bonus that you get with that, but it's really the the mechanism that's that's helped drive it. And and we know for a fact that energy bills are, are lower. Uh, yeah. People are doing geothermal, solar, all, all sites of different mechanisms, I'm sorry, not mechanisms, science that you can actually utilize yeah. to help your, your home run more efficiently and just better off. So that, what, what's really intriguing is we get a lot of clients coming into High Park and Mount Lookout and Evanston and Walnut Hills, OTR, all these areas, and they, the the main driver is the tax abatement program. Sure. So we know it's doing what it's intended to do. Of course, like anything, there's unintended consequences. Um, and I'm sure we'll kind of brush on those. Yeah. But with the tax abatement program, explain kind of how it works, just mm-hmm. the numbers. Because you, sure. you, I should tell everybody too, Paul is the expert in Cincinnati on this stuff. And and you're probably going to be modest about it. But really, when it comes to this, I don't think anybody knows as much as you do about just the intricate details and why things are. People may understand that this is how it operates, sure. but the why behind it is probably just as important as, as, as what's happening. So I want you to kind of explain the different levels of, of the tax abatement, the sure. CRA, and then also um, uh, how LEED impacts that and how you can get higher and higher. And then we'll get Certainly. into the changes that, that are sure. happening right now. Um, yeah, so for the residential, right? So this is going to be uh, single family, duplex or triplexes, mm-hmm. uh, and condos. So even a, a big building with a bunch of condos in it, mm-hmm. uh, they're all going to have individual parcels. So this will apply to them as well. Mm-hmm. The way the residential CRA or tax payment works is uh, build a building. Yep. And just to build technically in the city, there is a CR, there is a tax abatement, right? Sure. You can get uh, up per household okay. right or unit uh, up to two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars of your improved value so uh, you're always going to pay on the original land sure um, and if you had a house there already you should already you should be paying on that exact same value there was that should never go down so mm-hmm. um, nobody's losing any money quick quick example is lots twenty five thousand dollars you put a two hundred seventy five thousand dollar house on it total package of three hundred thousand right. your taxes are on twenty five thousand dollars so right. that, that basis that was there initially never should, goes away should stay taxes and it should never keep less. increasing actually Correct. that's right yes um, so you pay on that mm-hmm. but you have a up to two hundred seventy five thousand dollars worth of value mm-hmm. right you built mm-hmm. a new house uh, that can now uh, be abated. Sure. So if you build a four hundred thousand dollar house, right, it's only going to abate to two seventy five. Mm-hmm. That is for just building in the city. Just anything. Just building by um, code. And rehabbing, by the way. Yes. Same. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing that's actually not probably as well known as it should be is yeah. that rehabs can get as as much or better of a uh, of an opportunity as well from that. And, and mm-hmm. by the sheer numbers, as you can imagine, that's mm-hmm. the bigger lion's share of the abatements, right? Yes. A lot yes. of people do rehabs. Mm-hmm. So. Um, also, a little extra boon for the city, by the way, because the city gets a lot of unpermitted work. Oh, yes. You know, yeah. Uncle Joe uh, b- you know, point, uh, yeah. doing the renovation on the kitchen. Uh-huh. Ah, I'm not going to pull that permit. Well, now, uh, because I don't, wanna, I don't want my value to raise, well, it's not going to raise, is it, for 10 years? Exactly. Huh. Well, I'll do it the right way. Yeah. It's true. And so that actually is a big increase uh, in revenue. That's why I want to make a note on that point, because one thing that safety, absolutely, because I mean, obviously nobody knows if it's unpermitted work, who knows yeah. if it's done done properly. But really, when, when somebody goes in that doesn't know how the city of Cincinnati operates and does that work and you try to resell the house as an agent, oh my gosh. It is, it's a mess, because not only are there no permits to work with, but then also you have to worry about, well, hey, what if they want to go ahead and, and ask for the tax abatement down the road That's because right. their property can, continues to appreciate. So it's something that when you buy a house in the city of Cincinnati, really anywhere, Make sure you have a permit just for safety's sake, like Paul mentioned. But more so than anything is if you can get the tax abatement, you want to be able to get it. So the permits, let's face it, the permits really aren't that hard to get. Yeah. Yes, we'll add some time. And they're not that expensive. And not and that expensive. Really. So it's, it's meant for our well-being really for that. So I, I interrupted you, no, but I had to throw that in there. 
So uh, yeah, so 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. uh, $275,000 max that mm -hmm. they'll abate mm -hmm. just for building the city. Now when you go lead, mm -hmm. all right? So yes, I've decided to build above code, right? Sure. To this uh, harder standard. Um, now you're gonna go ahead and get, first of all, it's gonna jump immediately to 15 years. Mm -hmm. And that is actually now, uh, this wasn't always the case, um, but it is now also for new and rehab, can okay. both jump to 15 years. Okay. And it now goes into certain levels. So lead, uh, think of it this way, right now there's 110 points in the, uh, the current lead program. Mm -hmm. um, there's also around uh, 25, 26 prerequisites. Okay. So uh, lead, make sure that the absolute bare minimum are these prerequisites mm -hmm. you have to do. They mm -hmm. are safety, they are minimum energy efficiency, they are minimum no water. Uh, those you have to do, I don't care how many points you get. The okay. rest mm -hmm. is a system to choose how many points, mm -hmm. and based on how many points you achieve, mm -hmm. you get these different levels. So it's a point-based system, so the more you want to get more points, that's as right. opposed to a golf score, you that's want to right. keep going. That's, that's right, keep it goes the other up. way. Yes, yeah. So we'll take the points, and, and when you start getting those more points, uh, it runs higher. So you're, now you're looking at certified levels, the minimum, mm -hmm. then goes silver, then goes gold, and then platinum. Mm -hmm. So one really cool thing the city did, uh, and this did absolutely work, it was total guess, yeah, let's be clear, yeah, yeah. Um, but it but it worked. It This drives the right kind of investment in the right things that have a payback. Sure. Based on the property, yeah. Um, uh, now the levels are based on dollar amounts. So uh, lead, right, takes you up to 15 years. Mm -hmm. It takes the cap up once you go to uh, silver goes to 400,000. Okay. Okay. If you go to gold, it goes 562,000. Mm -hmm. And then lead platinum goes unlimited. Unlimited. Unlimited above your, your land basis, essentially. That's right. Or your starting improved or your starting basis. And, and I can't stress this enough. I know it's one of the more political pieces mm -hmm. of this, mm -hmm. um, but I cannot stress this enough that, you know, there's probably in the neighborhood of around 60 mm -hmm. um, platinum, platinum houses mm -hmm. uh, in Cincinnati. Uh, by just to give you an idea, there's two other ones in the entire state of Ohio. Oh, wow. Okay. It's yeah, impressive. Yeah. Um, and there's not even that many in the next 10 states around us. Mm -hmm. um, so it is absolutely driven and, and amazingly, these are literally the best of the best when it comes to the quality of the house and what it's gonna do, impact mm -hmm. to the environment less and then impact for the community. Um, but what's really interesting is that because of what's inside of the lead process, mm -hmm. um, you know, the st and because of that abatement, you have a lot of bigger houses mm -hmm. that quite frankly were gonna be the worst energy hogs. Yes. They were gonna mm -hmm. be the absolute worst as far as lot coverage, mm -hmm. um, creating potential water issues, right, yeah, for yeah, sewers exactly. and hill slides and all this fun stuff, right? Um, it's all the things the city is concerned about and there's a cost associated with, mm -hmm. um, and most constituents are considered it forced them, uh, and these are usually houses that have the cash flow to be able to make this above mm -hmm. code investment, mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of them are at that level, yeah. are investing quite a bit more money than they would have. Sure, sure. I can yeah, honestly it's tell you. Right? I was going to say, you've seen it. Yeah, yes. out of these 60, I would say 59 of them uh -huh. uh, did that because of the abatement and would have never done it without. And, and, and we're talking sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah, extra. Really, at yeah, that level. Yeah, at that yeah. level. So it's not like an extra fifteen or $20,000. You're doing platinum. Yes, you're getting the tax savings, yeah. but because you want to. And, right. and of course, because it's a sound investment as well. That's but right. And they're investing more money than in 15 years when that wears out. That's right. You're going to see that. So, 100%. so I think that, again, th this is not, uh, this is a bipartisan conversation yeah, as far as that goes, because I really want to make sure we understand the causes and the ramifications in High Park and Mount Lookout. Again, there may be some unintended um, results but in the end, the overwhelming majority of what's happened has been a great positive impact. Absolutely. And, and let's, let's talk real quick. Even. Better than expected. And, and let's let's jump and change gears a little bit because we hit yeah. on the numbers. Yeah. But talk about Walworth Junction because Walworth Junction is a little bit of a, um, mm -hmm. a different beast. It you is. know, it's 
Pleasant Home site. So we're right down the street from the, the street from the precinct. Um, so we're really excited about this. Actually, they're about to break ground in about 10 days. In <laughs> fact, awesome. we we got a. It's a rough day out here. It's, it's about 20 degrees colder than it was yesterday. <laughs> so we thought this would be a great idea to be right, out here perfect. doing it out in the open. It'd be a nice cake. Yeah. Um, but there's no construction, which is nice. So we can actually yeah. hear people can hear us. Um, but in this site, this is actually a lead ND development, which yeah. is the first one. In first the one that'll yeah. be first one that'll that'll actually get completed in the area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. So it's 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 pretty cool. So explain what ND is because it's different from the house you were explaining. It's different from the house. That's right. Uh, lead certification. So uh, so lead the program in lead is is built for all of the the built environment. Mm -hmm. And so there's a ton of different programs. There's lead schools. There's yes. lead commercial. Uh, lead healthcare. Um, lead retail. Um, lead ND is lead neighborhood development. Mm -hmm. And what's really neat about it is it's a, it's a combination of uh, new urbanism um, mm -hmm. and, and kind of a, a best practice setup um, that we have seen actually evolve over the last probably 30, 40 years. Mm -hmm on its own, but without real guidance. And so a yeah. lot of design principles for urban design mm -hmm. um, and land design has started to go this way. They've really pushed for it, but they didn't sure. have a good congealed set of rules. Exactly. And that's mm -hmm. what LEED does, right? So they they took the, the best experts in the world and came up with a set of rules for the truly guidelines. how to develop um, the, a neighborhood of mm -hmm. homes, mixed use, whatever it might be, mm -hmm. whatever the building makeup is, mm -hmm. um, how to design it in a way that truly benefits the constituents and the environment uh, as a whole. Sure. It's pretty interesting. So uh, overall, I'll just say it's three parts. It's the buildings mm -hmm. or only one third of it. Okay. Um, buildings being the houses. Being the houses. Um, the other third is the location and its connection to the, the things around it. Mm -hmm. Right? We mm -hmm. call location and linkages. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other third is the internal uh, usage. So this is going to be things like setbacks that allow for connection to your neighbor, right? Uh -huh. So mm -hmm. not putting everything, you know, 50 feet, 100 feet back mm -hmm. um, where you just kind of wave to them from sure, afar. Sure, yeah. um, this is creating interactions. Mm -hmm. This is making sure that you've got pathways down to public access um, sure. to other areas. Future Oasis I mean, bike trail potential right clear, there. Yes, yeah. This is beautiful. Yeah, it's hopefully uh, it can happen because it'd be pretty cool. I mean, this was a perfect uh, design because not only of this kind of connection, which is, I mean, this is what we've been waiting for for a long time, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. to con this is exactly what we're trying to get from that kind of a, a, a urban connection. Um, but then two, this is an old brownfield mm -hmm. um, that has been, God, God love it, this has been, a, a, what I've heard, eight, nine different developers over the last 15 yeah. plus years have tried and tried to get this to go, but it's, it was so tough. It, it so much remediation. Because yes. and for those of you that don't know, this was a formal, a former railroad service and turn station. So they mm -hmm. actually came here. So there was a lot of lead, um, just all kinds of materials, um, which is why it's a, called a, yeah. a brownfield. Um, so they actually had to take out a couple feet of dirt off the surface level, unbelievable. and then bring new clean fill, compacted in here. So it was quite the undertaking. They've been going at it for six months, and, um, and the development for a couple years now. And that kind of work is is what we want to happen. Yes, yeah. but it takes it takes some forethought. It takes a lot of work. A lot of energy connecting. I mean, I know, Collaboration, I know the did a great job connecting with the city and the port. Big props to TJ Ackerman and uh, Ralph yeah. Meyerjohn, the East End Development. They've they've busted their butt, and I know they're exhausted know. at this point. Um, but but they, I mean, it's coming it's together. It really is. It really and is. So that that connection point to not only have these homes. So uh, all the homes have have uh, committed to going lead gold, mm -hmm. right, or better, um, and that's amazing. So you're going to have how many homes in here? Th Thirty nine homes. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, 
but that's even by itself. And then they have this uh, neighborhood development that has been designed from ground up, connecting all of these resources mm -hmm. and actually having a literally a, a national and an international kind of best practice framework mm -hmm. um, out Fall of it. Through. And and we're actually, the design of that, we're, we're about 80% through of certifying it already. Are you really? Yeah. Um, the last section will be the buildings, which is the easy part for hey, us. Let's right? say you've done, how yeah. many, just out of, out of curiosity, how many homes have you done here in the city of Cincinnati? Well, actually, let's just say your company, as far yeah. as you guys have certified. So we are, uh, we just, I think we just surpassed our 600th project. Wow. Um, out of that, about 500 are single-family homes, uh -huh. and the other 100 are multifamily. Pretty projects. impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, pretty cool. These guys have done a pretty impressive job, and, and that's and there. that's the thing is you've become since you and your mom really got this thing kicked off. I mean, yeah. there, I'm sure there were other people that were dabbling in here and there, but sure. you guys have been pretty serious on this. You've actually become a consultant on all sorts of different levels. You said Cleveland, um, mm -hmm. Columbus. I know you're doing some other cities here in Cincinnati. Yeah. I just called you on one that's a, a suburb <laughs> over here just <laughs> to find right. out what's going on. I know they're pushing for it. They are. Um, but why don't we talk about that? I mean, so City of Cincinnati does its tax abatement, uh, and we'll talk about the changes to finish this up. But really, when you call, talk about other cities trying to emulate what's been yeah. done here in Cincinnati, Tell me what's happening and what you're seeing. Well, so interestingly enough, it was a really cool study. Um, a couple UC uh, is the UC is the real estate center. Mm -hmm. um, uh, a grad student at the time, uh, Avis Devine, and then uh, Dr. Bond, Dr. Sean Bond Sean. did together on uh, green incentives mm -hmm. and, and what, what moved the market, what, what didn't, um, and what had impact. And so they looked nationally at every incentive that was out there. It was a number of years ago, they actually updated it recently. Mm -hmm. um, and, and found by far city of Cincinnati's and then Cleveland's is a is right next to us mm -hmm. um, and then believe it or not this this tax credit that's in New Mexico oh. um, where the three like and nothing was even close the most uh, powerful yeah, sure. of actually incentivizing better building that mm -hmm. had better impact yeah. Pretty um, cool. New York's incentives mm -hmm. that are kind of similar um, are about half the the effect um, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. And then Is there any reason behind that? Like they're similar? Uh, well, they're similar because they tried to use the abatement program. Mm -hmm. So the CRA that we use is a great one because it has very little budget. The city oh, yeah. doesn't have to come up with money. There's no exactly. funding. Exactly. It's deferred. Um, on that tax things, yeah. credit in New Mexico, they have to get new money every couple of years. And it is a political nightmare. Yeah. yeah. So it's more um, like a, almost a subsidy type type thing. Or, and yeah. it runs out. Yeah. And then you got to mm -hmm. fight for it. Mm -hmm. The CRA has been has given development a known thing. And mm -hmm. homeowners or home buyers that want to move into the city, they know it's there. Mm -hmm. Real, cool, that yeah. certainty helps. Yeah. But that has been a big deal to, to make us not only groundbreaking, uh, but also really create some interesting outcomes. Mm-hmm. The way this has worked for us um, is it it's created got look, coveting, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, the yeah, neighbors yeah. around us have watched this for years and have tried to figure out how do they re replicate it. Sure. Here's the good news. Uh, Ohio, New York's one, I believe Maryland and maybe one other state have that legislation in place that allows mm -hmm. anybody to use a CRA, any ordinance. Uh, you can write the ordinance with pretty low amount of work. Wow. Um, okay. So it's already the, the you're just and you're actually doing that. I think in a few areas you're, you actually write right. policy essentially for is a policy would that be the right word? Uh, it's an it's an ordinance just ordinance off, okay. off of a state legislation that's already there. Interesting. Okay. Um, and it's real easy. And I use yeah. Columbia Township has had one oh, sure. for uh, yeah. close to ten years. Yeah. Um, two people, God love them, that the staff of two individuals. Uh, you know, I think Mike Lemon and staff did mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. um, and and they were able to do it by themselves within a couple months. Pretty it's not a yeah. hard process. So. Mm -hmm. Communities throughout the state of Ohio have access to create this abatement program sure. and to pick what's valuable to them. Okay. 
the figure, I mean, it's because it's all about your goal, right? It's about, okay, what do they want to see? They, in the city of Cincinnati, it was about bringing people back into the city of Cincinnati. So right. mean, you, may, you may have different issues. I know you've talked to, uh, actually, I won't mention names just because sure. I'd be a little, be a little careful. But because right. honestly, we, we go out to lunch. We had lunch a couple of weeks back, and mm -hmm. we could probably talk for hours on this kind of stuff yeah. because we're in quite a few of the different municipalities, and we look at just what are the issues that we're contending with there. It's different in the city of Cincinnati, but well, you see how you can leverage these tools that's right. to, 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 to justify the means to make things happen and it's exciting and that's just it it, it all politics are local but really all development is local too absolutely you, yes. you have to uh, this is my old financial planner in me you know mm -hmm. we, we'd ask mm -hmm. so what are your goals right yeah, and then exactly. we create you those be? goals yeah. right to, somebody to should be talking map, to you right now right? actually with everything going on in the world yeah <laughs> so yeah. that's the same in, the, in this right uh -huh. when we want to create development incentives it's truly me uh, going across the table from the municipality and saying mm -hmm. okay what are your you yours and your constituents goals yes Mm -hmm. What do people want here? What are you driving for? Mm -hmm. um, really cool when you go through some of these comprehensive plan processes, which oh I God. did and yeah, uh, you know, locally mm -hmm. um, on a couple, and and that's really cool because you can hear from the, the the residents and say, what do you want? Mm -hmm. You got some great neighborhoods, um, which we've talked about a lot, that honestly have great bones and, mm -hmm. and great structure, and maybe they just want to retain that. They mm -hmm. want to. They don't want it to fall to a, yeah, we're good and just kind of let things go. And then 50 years, well, wow, where, what happened? Yeah, exactly. And so you want to keep certain buildings up. Maybe you got a historic fabric of buildings that you really want to protect. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you need density because that's something you've just, you've, you've sprawled. Yeah. Um, and you need to create an urban core um, yeah. at your at your main street downtown. And that's, that's I mean, that's that's the way the world's gone, right? Yeah. Back to the urban urban core centers. I mean, it could be a suburban community just with a nice downtown that's walkable right. on that front. Yeah. You, you're right i mean every every municipality there's issues and there's problems that's right and what can you do because truthfully it's not a year two or five down the road that you're really going to have the problems we're talking 20 yeah. 30 years down the road that True. you need to make preparations now because let's face it government they don't move fast things are going to take don't. a long time so you have to start now just to make sure you're you're having the longevity of your community how i mean look at the communities our parents you know lived that's in right. and grew up with that they've changed so much since um when they when they were around back then so one of my favorites i've used uh, for a long time and, and anybody has fun go look at the history of uh, avondale versus hyde park oh yes right over the last mm -hmm. hundred years it is is not unsimilar to the Cincinnati Chicago story that people have heard you know mm -hmm. a lot of times like mm -hmm. where we made certain decisions on investments mm -hmm. right yeah it's totally and true. we stuck to certain things and Chicago uh -huh. made investments in other things and and we can you know Just diverged off, on yeah. different paths yeah. for a long time that happens yeah it does um, and so those choices are big and that's it's a lot of it's fiscal, uh, mm -hmm. and, and so being fiscally responsible as a community is a big deal. Very important, very important. Yeah, yeah we're finding that out the hard way. Now, let's talk the last subject we want to hit on yeah. is what's changing. I know you're on the, the property tax working group, and I don't want you sure. to share anything that you you don't feel comfortable sharing, but sure. tell us what's going on, because I know the the commercial tax abatement process, or uh, th that expired the end of last year, but they extended it, correct? Yeah, and then right. now they're working through, at the end of this year, the residential tax abatement. Is that correct? That that's it, right. It expires. So tell us what's what we're in store for i know no decisions have been made but you guys are having those discussions and it's a, a working group together i'm doing a long-winded explanation yeah, of good. what you're going to share but um what's going on right now and, and who are the people that are in, involved in those decision making uh, uh efforts so yeah and, and it's exactly right the the commercial abatement had a had an expiration mm -hmm. uh a contract expiration uh, not the actually the ordinance didn't expire but the the contract with the city sure, um sure. Uh, schools and they they got through that process um the residential, though, uh, technically does kind of keep going. Uh, so it also has an ordinance going on. It does not have a contractual relationship with the schools. Okay. But 
uh, during a lot of this process, even with the commercial, a discussion has come up, um, kind of, there's been some smaller neighborhood uh, nuances. Uh, mm -hmm. Hyde Park and Mount Lookout we've talked about, of course, right? Yes. Um, though that's a great concern that a lot of suburbs are still having too, mm -hmm. about teardowns and then what happens with those teardowns. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that is a great personal discussion, right, within sure, each neighborhood of, of what matters. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, but then the bigger discussions have actually been more about uh, legacy residents in developed mm -hmm. right, areas. And this is a discussion that development has had for hundreds of years. Exactly, yes. It's not something that the tax abatements. It's interesting <laughs> because that, uh, that is such a personal thing and it's and we all right it's it's where we come from mm -hmm, it's what we mm -hmm. feel and so that that has driven a really good group of people um, and I commend uh, a number of people um, at City Hall um, and, and actually local community members um, so property tax working group was actually Vice Mayor Smitherman mm -hmm. um, who mm -hmm. who started that with Carol Gibbs uh, from uh, Mount Auburn mm -hmm. and an amazing cast of characters I feel humbled to be even in that group mm -hmm. um, of people that are trying to come together to say, what are the true effects, right, of development? Mm -hmm. um, not the just perceived effects, that matters. Mm -hmm. But then with education, we really want to get to the real effects. And what can be done about it? What can, sure. can we put up bumper rails in certain spots so that uh, we don't hit some, some real painful sure. mm -hmm. um, spots? And it can be done. There's great practices nationwide mm -hmm. um, that have done this. And so um, my little core key in mm -hmm. that in that world, of course, is talking about what you can do with development incentives and try to avoid the uh, unintended consequences. Yes, yes. Um, because it all has the right intent, right? Mm -hmm. um, but like any, I say, it's like water where it will, it will find its lowest point. It will. Um, you have yeah. to, you set a set of rules and you need to have uh, variables to adjust mm -hmm. and you've got to have the, uh, the, the goals uh, sure. very clearly defined. Yes, yes. So the cool part is uh, through these discussions, we've come up with a number of things that I think can be done um, for a lot of those in need, mm -hmm. uh, seniors, uh, individuals with disabilities, individuals where the development, they're not planning on selling the house anytime soon, so their mm -hmm. gain in value of their, their net worth mm -hmm. is not their primary concern. Sure, yeah. In fact, uh, it actually hurts them on the opposite with taxes going up. Taxes, Correct. right? Yes. And, and other costs potentially. Um, and and that's, that's not the majority, but that's a very important group of people that we've mm -hmm. got to cover mm -hmm. um, and not forget about. So what's, what can be done is I think we're looking at some tweaks. Um, we've seen some best practices, um, and you have to watch these unintended consequences again, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. we're looking at different things like um, one of the most popular items is looking at neighborhood by neighborhood tax abatement. Mm -hmm. um, that does sound good um, mm -hmm. because the city of Cincinnati put a, a citywide one in. Yes. And that was unique. Us in Cleveland were one of the only two that really did it that way mm -hmm. um, that I've seen. However, uh, when that happened, um, we got these amazing consequences out of it that other people haven't seen. Mm -hmm. So one of the cautionary tales I've brought up is when we go back to neighborhood to neighborhood, we're gonna be adding complexity. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that's where we're going because I believe people wanna see this more tailored. Mm -hmm. But the uh, devil's in the details. If, if we add too much complexity to where it actually slows uh, the process engagement and, mm -hmm. and quite frankly it, what tends that we've seen this over and over the more complex it slows engagement in the exact areas that we need the people to e do exactly. more of it yeah um, and so we don't want to hurt those that need it most that's one number two is uh, how do you decide yeah right and so there are some best practices definitely mm -hmm. certain as I told you certain yeah, neighborhoods to need mm -hmm. different things mm -hmm. so if we can really find a, a process and a 
you know, just a, a way that we can set up this structure where you can get truly what people need out of the community. Mm -hmm. And we can create a process that and creates a system per neighborhood or per tiers maybe. Yeah. Um, and then regulate that over time without creating a bunch of extra cost mm -hmm. that's going to cost taxpayers more. And then going to drive people away. Then I think we're on the mm -hmm. right track. Um, you're going to see a few other little loopholes that that have uh, that have uh, that have been brought up, and they weren't big at one point, but maybe they've grown. Been exploited a little bit. This was a great mm -hmm. way to be able to cover a lot of those. Sure. Um, and yeah. bring those out in the light. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you my my the thing I want the most from it, um, and I think it's been absolutely unanimous across the board. Sure. Um, is transparency. Yes. Mm. We have literally one of the greatest programs <clears throat> for development incentives, I think, in the country, and, and our neighbors know it more than we do sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, and so what I really want to come out of this is we are creating an amazing amount of not only increased revenue for the city and even for the county, um, which, believe it or not, uh, we actually have the proof that shows that it's actually that alone is actually bringing the tax cost to the average consumer down. Fantastic, yeah. But the problem is it doesn't feel that way. And mm -hmm. it's because you have these other variables in there. Sure. Um, yeah. And so it's like knowing why the stock market went up or down one day. It's mm -hmm. 2,000 variables at once. Mm -hmm. So what we need to see is that transparency. We need Absolutely. to see the real outcomes. Mm -hmm. uh, when you see goals by the city and the county of what they're mm -hmm. trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And then I want to see outcomes out of that sure. um, that show, okay, how'd we do? Mm -hmm. Let's get a report card yeah, and then the we benchmarks. can tweak. Exactly, exactly. Um, because we have, we know how much money's coming off the rolls mm -hmm. every year, mm -hmm. and it's unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. So it's, I want to see that. Well, and, and it's it's about burdening an already burdened system, right? Like you want to make sure you're taking, you you, you if it's too complex, it's never going to run run efficiently, no, right? That's so right. you really have to be careful as far as adding too much complexity to the whole process. I mean, two knuckleheads like ourselves, you're a little bit more sophisticated than I am. We're trying that. to uh, trying to read through it. I can't tell you how many calls I get on a weekly basis from fellow agents, from clients yeah. that are just asking me how to interpret the tax payment process the way it is today and the different benchmarks. That's right. And it's, it's, it's once you actually hear it once, you can explain it to anybody. You can That's understand right. it. But it takes a little bit of explanation. If we make it too complex, that if I, a guy like me can't get that, I don't know if I'm going to explain it that very well to everybody else. But And I know, I know that's not yeah, the direction true. you guys are going, but it just comes down to anything. Uh, it's like this, the stimulus package. Just, oh, my gosh. Just, I know people try to interpret that and try to figure it out right now. It's a little bit, it's we're crazy. in over our heads. But it's meant for good, right? It's meant that's to help right. everybody. But until you understand the nuts and bolts and how it's going to work, just a little bit of a, uh, of a uh, question mark on some things. So now, I guess if you had to give, I'm going to finish up by just asking, if you had to give a tip yeah. or two to somebody that's looking to build a house in the city of Cincinnati, what okay. would you say as far as building lead um, picking a builder or just going through the process where to start any of those kind of things sure um, I'd usually say it does actually matter where you're kind of entering the system so mm -hmm. um, I think you know you're at the end of the day you're looking to to build in the city of Cincinnati um, Think of it this way, 90% of all, uh, it's darn close, it's in the 85 to 90% of all new construction right now in the city of Cincinnati goes lead certified, goes lead, yeah. right? It's incredible. And and that's because uh, it's been going on now 11 years and, mm -hmm. and the builders have, have seen it. It's mm -hmm. an, it's a lock as far as being the right value for sure, you. Sure. Um, and they've built it into their systems. Um, I do think experience matters, yeah, I was gonna... but I do, I also want to make sure I, I say this is that we've taught them all, yeah. right? So, uh -huh. um, meaning that anyone can learn it, uh -huh. but that needs to be factored in. And so, um, you know, we, we have done this for years. We've kept uh, green lists and, mm -hmm. and black mm -hmm. lists, we like to call it, you know. Uh, the, <laughs> Can the I see that list? Uh, yeah. No, it's a really, you know. Yeah. No, I do. I, I say this to, to all my builders and contractors. This is so the, the consumer mm -hmm. um, or, you know, let's say the builder needs an HVAC contractor. He sure. needs an insulator. 
we are independent third parties. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm being honest to say, look, we're going to grade not only from what we see as did it make it easier on everyone through sure. the process, yeah. um, and did you get there? But I also want to see it from the consumer. And so we do a lot yeah. of uh, interviews uh, actually with consumers, like to one year sure. later. Yeah, yeah. Um, to see how, see how they, the process yeah. went. That's and great to kind of like map it house. out. Yeah. Sure, of course. It's really cool. So, um, so, like, so, so experience matters. I mean, that's, that's, matters. That's, that's really big. So choose somebody that's been through it before, or if they haven't been through it, make sure they can easily learn or Absolutely. they're talking to the right people. Um, and then after that, I really say enjoy the process. Um, I, I think what will end up happening, let's say you get an experienced builder, experienced mm -hmm. architect, mm -hmm. um, and then they, right, in turn, get maybe experienced contractors. Mm -hmm. The process is going to be handled for you. Sure. Um, they're going to bring us in, right? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. going to be part of it. Um, homeowners can bring us in. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's totally open. I say the more complex it is, yes. and if you're going for a, you know, a platinum, pretty, you know, crazy, unusual project, you may want to be with us almost directly because we're going to yeah. do a little more detail. Mm -hmm. But when you when you bring us in and, and this team it's going to go on its own. And so now what you have to do is start being very um, cognizant. Uh, you know, some of our more production builders have a great package built. Yeah. And, and they have been able to drive that cost and value uh, mm -hmm. to the client by building this above code, high performance building yeah, at prices yeah. no different than you're going to see in the next market. Yeah. That's unbelievable, but mm -hmm. that is because, again, these are not rocket science uh, type of things, although they kind of are building science type yeah, things. I was going to say. Hey. Um, but yeah. they build them into their process, and yeah. once they've got it in, they're in. They've, exactly. And But on the opposite end, if you have some personal goals, what is mm -hmm. we our tagline is, what does green mean to you? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Everybody's going for something different, right? If you're I, Elon Musk, you want to go with some sweet little you, uh, some, some shingles right there. Right, yeah, yeah. Solar everything, uh -huh. right? Yeah. I, I've, had, uh, I've had homeowners in our first preliminary meeting come in and 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 the builder uh, might start and say uh, now anything to drop the bill you know the energy bill we're good but all any of the other stuff I you no, know we're probably not, not interested yeah, yeah. and the homeowner's like well hold on I'm actually yeah. I'm, I'm a really good like actually a kind of farm to table kind of gardener yeah, um, yeah. Th that's actually a big deal the site for me um, mm -hmm. I've done rainwater harvesting for the past 15 years yeah I'm like well actually that's a huge section of actually how we deal with the site that you get points for yeah yeah it's important, and that's why that early meeting is important, right? Yeah. To start talking through that, because it's, again, a points-based system. Yeah. So if, if you have some things that you can get some easy points based on a passion of yours, I, th I think preparation and building a house is probably the most important piece of it everybody's. Is. So to get in there early with you guys, or with the builder bringing you guys in Absolutely. secondarily, because I know you're a third party, so typically it goes through translation of the builder. Most of um, the time, yeah. Yeah, which is, which is, which is good, because it, it's less taxing, less overwhelming for the client. But I think yeah. that's the, those are two, I mean, experience and time um when when just being prepared as far as that goes are huge so yeah. anything else you want to share with the uh the um i told drew this was going to be a 15 minute podcast and he's looking <laughs> at me right now telling me a little bit longer yeah right um uh, but anything else it. you want to share with everybody so we can finish up we've taken enough of your time no, but i appreciate this no i appreciate it and this obviously great location this this is mm. groundbreaking so it's um, beautiful down here right? i mean this is pretty <laughs> yeah okay, no. so this, first podcast uh, podcast in mud there tell it is you what. See, yeah right see hey. i see it i can see the oh exactly the, the right fields here. it's exciting so and for those that don't know this will be the alleyway that comes yeah. in and it'll be we're actually sitting pretty much at the front door right now of these yeah, houses right. yeah right here so yeah, it'll be pretty cool cross down through yeah um and, and where's the uh where's the where's the little section there's a section that goes down so we can get down to uh, oh, right, down below right there there's a tunnel right up as you enter yeah, into the uh, there's there a tunnel go. that goes up and under I've so it's pretty a neat lot about it yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty it. cool so well thank you i, thank I appreciate you, it Paul. i appreciate it if you guys ever have any tax abatement questions of course you can call me but if you want the real information call paul yankee green building uh bring 
yeah, Green Building Council, they are phenomenal. So thanks for all you're doing for us. Thanks for coming down here and do this with thanks, us. Thanks, buddy. I'll shake it. your hand, but we're not allowed to. So we'll go <laughs> like right. that. Hey, we're there we go. Yes, yeah. Yeah, we're allowed to do that. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Take care. Everybody.